0: Well, we got them!
1: <laughs> the
0: parts, that is. Oh,
1: yeah! Yeah, we
0: told people that um, by the time we do our next podcast, we oh, would dear? be oh, able yeah. to uh, let them know if we got the parts in that, in that play that we auditioned for.
1: And, well, we got them! We did!
0: So we're going to be in No Dramas Production. No Dramas is a theatre company in Dublin. Uh, production of the play She Kills Monsters Yeah. so uh, that's fun uh, I'll probably do like a, a, a podcast with maybe Dave or something closer to the I'm actual showtime
1: yeah. uh, Dave,
0: Dave McGowan was our director on it but Darcy got cast in the lead role yeah. of Agnes
1: Agnes Evans
0: uh, I got cast in the not lead role uh, of mm-hmm. uh, Orcus uh, who's this like demon character he's kind of like a comedy Kind of guy. Yeah,
1: he's a, they call, refer to him as like a slacker demon dude. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, demon in the form of a teenage slacker. So it's fun because I'm playing a character that's like nine years older than you. Yeah,
0: and I'm six years older than you in yeah. real life. So, yeah. Uh, this is Fever Talk, by the way. Um, Fever
1: Talk! Fever Talk!
0: Our unofficial theme tune. Uh, I'm Aaron Fever.
1: I'm Darcy Fever. Yeah,
0: I need you to get a little bit... I'm going to push the oh, a little bit closer okay. to you. Then that might work yeah.
1: better. Yeah, okay. I'm Darcy Fever.
0: <laughs> yeah, there you go. That's nice. Um, so, uh, yeah, we're a married couple. Uh, if this is your first time listening, which I'll be surprised which, if it is. Don't think
1: it is. I'll be surprised.
0: But yeah, who knows? Uh, yeah, uh, Darcy is uh, from New York and I'm from Dublin. And she lives in Dublin with me now. And we're married a year
1: a year and almost two months. Yeah. Mhm. Two months, okay. Three months? No, two. Almost two.
0: Okay. Yeah. Uh that's not me because I don't remember when we got married, is me because I'm bad at maths.
1: Wait, what's oh yeah, a year and two months. A year and two months. Yeah, for some reason I had the thirtieth in my mind, but that's when we we our anniversary of just going out is the thirtieth of October. Yeah. But no, our wedding date is the twenty third. So yeah, it's over a year and two months. A year, two months and two days.
0: Ooh. Yeah. I don't even know what date it is today. So it's that's the twenty
1: fifth I thought. Okay.
0: Yeah, this is so I've been I, I've I've been unemployed since December 8th okay so uh,
1: you're celebrating my, three and a half months of unemployment <laughs> that's my that's my anniversary right now
0: yeah but as a result of this uh, yeah uh, losing track of days and uh, where the fuck I am or who the fuck I am half the time
1: oh it's easy to do. Um,
0: yeah uh, but the reason so I brought that up because uh, yes we got cast in the play we'll probably talk lots more about that closer to the actual play mm-hmm. coming out um, but uh, I thought I'd talk about the theater.
1: The theater. The theater. Oh. Because
0: uh, you uh, have a lot of experience with the theater. In the
1: theater.
0: I have very little experience with the theater, mm. but I do have I do have experience with the theater. So I talk. A, I talk. We talk a little bit about this subject this week. Yeah.
1: Oh, I like that. Yeah,
0: because it's a big part of your life. You've been
1: totally. One could say I I, I was raised in the theater.
0: Oh, one could say it would be a lie, but they could say it because <laughs> uh, you were raised. So in, your raised parents in a household yeah. with my
1: parents, but I did spend a lot of time in the theater. A what lot age, of time. What age were you
0: when you were in your first play?
1: Ooh, was I nine or ten? Um, ten. ten. Yeah, I think ten. Ten.
0: Ten. Yeah. Now, I. But a- I took my
1: first acting class when I was eight, probably. Okay, well, that's
0: fair. Yeah. Because, like, you know... You it have takes to, a
1: while to work yeah, your Yeah. You have to do classes for a yeah.
0: uh, And you're ace, so you're probably, like, you know, not Yeah, to... <laughs> when I was 10,
1: I was actually the youngest actor that this particular theater, Arena Players Repertory Company, that my brother now runs. Um, but Evan was the youngest they had taken at 11, and then, you know, two years later... Two years later? Yeah, two years later. I was the youngest they had taken at ten. Ooh.
0: Yeah. Now I we we visited your home uh, a month ago, ish. Yeah, a month. And uh, I t- I asked Evan at the time how many places he been in. Oh my god. And I think we came up to like a a and an estimate of about 400 plays, I think, yeah, was the number that we came that up with. Yeah, that sounds about
1: right, yeah. Now,
0: I think, with you, I think we talked before, and I think you estimated about 100 for you.
1: Yeah, that sounds about right. Could be between 100 and 200, because when, so when we were younger, we were doing children's theatre all the time. So that's what my friend Kim, who visited last week, we were talking a little bit about that. We talked about the time that I uh, peed myself on stage.
0: I mean, I, we, we would be remiss to, to let our listeners hanging on that. So would you like to tell the story about how you feed yourself on stage?
1: Yeah, so basically, this is at the point... So, so basically, I we had we did children's theatre constantly when we were kids. So That's why I say I was raised in the theatre, because really, all my free time, like, afternoons were spent rehearsing, and the whole weekend you were doing a children's play. Yeah. And so that's why my brother and I have done so many plays, because the play would last for six weeks, and then you would just do the next one. It was a repertory concert. But I got to the point where I was like 14 or 15 and yeah, probably I was 15 at this point because my brother had gone away to college so he wasn't doing children's theater anymore and my brother was the one who would kind of like lay down the law with all us crazy kids (laughs) and you wouldn't want to do anything that would upset Evan because that would be like upsetting the powers that he... And he's
0: he's a tall guy as well so like he would be intimidating for the kids. Tall formidable,
1: yeah. And he was, you know, the golden boy of the theater company so the rest of us would want to fuck around around a bit and like he would never, you know, he wouldn't have any such going on, goings on. Some so, such cos wallop. Right, no, he wouldn't have <laughs> such cos wallop. And so we uh, had a lot of cos wallop and he Coz-wallop. wasn't there. Cods wallop? Yeah. Cods wallop.
0: Cods, so like the fish cod. Like the fish,
1: and then what is a wallop?
0: And it's, it's wallop, it's cods wallop. So you, I guess you're what getting... What
1: is wallop, though? Well, you get you're getting
0: saying. a wallop from something. So getting oh my like gosh, a, yeah. see, I just
1: thought that was an entire nonsense word and I liked it.
0: Yeah. I don't know if it comes from getting walloped by a cod. I don't yeah. think that's the case.
1: Maybe... It could be like
0: a cad, in a sense.
1: A ca- cad's wallop?
0: But no, I think it's Codswallop. I think
1: it is Codswallop. I mean, I think being walloped by a cod is a good image. It's
0: a, Well, it's you a keep telling your story about getting peed. Okay. I'm going to look up Codswallop. Yeah.
1: So, uh, so we had also, we wanted some Codswallop up in there, and basically <laughs> I had dared my, my friend Brian to do something very stupid on stage, and- Which was? Which was, well, but we were making fun of him because he was talking about playing basketball, and we were like, shh, you don't know how to play basketball, and he was like, yeah, I do. <laughs> He was like, and he t- like pr- pr- took him an imaginary ball in his hand. He was like, "Well, you dribble like this, and you pass like this, and you shoot like that." We were like, "You don't know how to play basketball." And so then, what he did was it was the legend of Sleepy Hollow, and the opening scene was supposed to be him uh, telling the story of the headless horseman. You know, okay. and so I we dared him to sit to to work in his basketball techniques into his monologue about the headless horseman and also the last line of his monologue anyway was which of course we thought was hilarious when we were 15 was until the cock crowed so of course we thought that was hilarious <laughs> <laughs> and so he did so he told his he worked this into his story and he talked about the pumpkin head and he said just in the middle of his monologue that was about Brom Bones he just completely changed the subject and was like and by the way if anyone in the audience wants to know how to play basketball you dribble like this you pass like that and you shoot like that and then I started laughing hysterically because I didn't expect it and it was really silly and it was really weird and I just have a tendency to just fuck lose it so I started losing it I started sitting there I started convulsing you know my face turned red I could feel the pee coming on and I just couldn't let him finish the monologue because I knew I was going to sit there peeing and so then I just screamed and then the cock crowed and then I ran off the stage um, peeing and yeah. then, <laughs> and then Even I, little streaks of puddles well, behind Yeah, it. little streaks of puddles behind me <laughs> which my friend Kim reminded me of last weekend and then, and then I think someone else had to come on in the next scene and like pretend to be a maid to clean it up because there was pee on Aww. the scene. Stage. Oh, that's so bad. Oh, ah,
0: yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I peed myself on
1: stage once.
0: You mm. actually kind of told me about that very early, early on in our relationship. Yeah. You were very, you were the kind of like, you know, just so you know, I kind of pee myself
1: sometimes. <laughs> and I was like, Really? <laughs>
0: And like cuz you haven't done it since then, have you?
1: Um since then? Oh yeah, since then for sure. Like you, you in high me, like, school, I like in high school peeing myself was was an issue. Like and it was something that started out as being funny with my friends and then it was just like actually like my mom's going to be concerned. mad. Like, like, like I yeah. don't know how I'm going to explain to my mom that like my 16-year-old friend peed on the mattress. Like <laughs> it just looks like we got wasted, but we weren't wasted. Like yeah. I just peed.
0: No, it wasn't like you had like a bad like, you just you were like you would laugh to the point where you pee which is like common for kids it was always
1: that it was always laughing so hard that i peed and just completely losing control (laughs) yeah
0: um okay so uh you did a bunch of children's theater uh but uh you did some grown-up theater as well
1: yeah but mostly in the same company yeah
0: so what was your favorite play to be in
1: Oh wow, like ever or that from you were, the, to my you were, childhood No, years? that you were ever in. Ever. That you well, were ever in. Probably what come to mind the best couple of plays I was in were my NYU plays. So I studied, I did my BFA in drama at NYU. And so throughout that time, I did The Last Days of Judas Iscariot, I did Three Sisters, I did Blue Window, and I did Dinner. And all of those were really good experiences. If I had to pick a favorite, I don't know. It's hard because my proudest performance is probably from, from Dinner, which is a really funny comedy by Mo- Moira Buffini. And I would love to see it done like in Dublin, like around maybe one of the Amdram societies we're in. Um... They were those were all great experiences. Hard to hard to name, but those were probably my best experiences. So
0: I've my I've listened I've listened to you and Evan talk about plays, and it feels like you know, like every play out there. Or Not between at the two of you. All. No,
1: I don't. No, no, no. Evan knows a lot, but I definitely don't like know that much. Especially even compared to a lot of people, I'd say like in no drama. I don't I don't know that much like Cahill, he seemed like he had like an encyclopedic knowledge of plays and and Evan knows a lot but I don't know that much.
0: Yeah, I well it just to me, like in comparison Aww, to me, no, I, thank I, know, you. I know nothing. Cause oh, that's like, nice. Because like even every play that I've been in, they've all been original plays. I haven't been oh, in, yeah. a, in, a, in a standard play at all.
1: Well, every play I've been in since I've moved to Dublin has been an original so this this will be the first one that's not. Yeah, this will
0: be my first one at,
1: at yeah. all. But this I think was a really fantastic choice for the com- for the company, society? What do you, what would we call it? no drama? Uh, no. Company?
0: no. Yeah.
1: Uh, group? Group. <laughs> I would say group. Yeah, this was a really good choice because it's it's not an original play, because they don't do original plays. At large, the other company I've been involved with does original yeah. plays. Company. Yeah, they are a company. They call themselves a company. Um so they don't, so no drama doesn't do original work, which is cool. It's cool to do original work, it's cool not to, but um, this is a choice where it's not an original work, but it's kind of unknown and it's kind of different. You know, it's not like doing not to insult this kind of thing but it's not like doing another Agatha Christie or something like it's it's right. different and yeah. it was it was never even done on Broadway it was done off off Broadway
0: Yeah apparently uh, the low drama got in touch with the writer of the, the the play and they were saying that they might actually even come over to to, to look at it to oh, see it that's
1: so- oh my god wait yeah because I was actually I was just skyping with my parents and my brother runs this theatre company now and so we were talking about getting rights and stuff and I actually don't know much about getting the rights so I was wondering how this works how it works for no drop because they get the rights to some pretty like
0: they've done some big enough plays yeah Yeah. Um, but yeah I don't know that stuff goes over my head I was never good at producing stuff uh Mm -hmm like I was I was saying to you today how I produced like a short film or two in college but like
1: oh yeah it
0: was it was disastrous in a number of ways
1: because <laughs> I just don't have it in me to
0: organize things it's partially why I just like to write I like to like write it and then give it to other people to make then yeah so I don't have to worry about it but I guess that's different with comic books because I still at you my still level you still have to do quite a bit of
1: organizing yeah
0: at my level I have to anyway um, so is there a play that you haven't done that you really would like to do that's, like, on your bucket list? Because hmm. I've always had one.
1: You I, have one? Yeah, what but I'll, I don't think
0: I'll ever be able to do it now. Okay. But uh, I was always... I always wished I could have done a, a, a production of Grease. Oh,
1: my God, I, yeah. I, I
0: always wanted to be Kaniki.
1: Yeah, and I would love to be your... Uh, what's she called? Stock Rizzo. Concerning. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I would love to be your Rizzo. That would be
0: nice. Mm. Uh, but yeah, I was I was kind of like, you know, I just never had the opportunity. You see all kids do Grease and like their school plays and stuff like that. And I just never had, there was no school plays when I was a kid. But so. like
1: you could still do Grease. Like I'm pretty sure the guy who actually played Knicky in the film in the was like older yeah. than you but now, I I'm f- sure. Yeah,
0: but I feel like, I don't I guess like there's not... I guess it's just I don't feel like there's many productions of Greece in my well, like kind too, of age range
1: is it feels like in Dublin there's and I'm not complaining about this because I'm I don't really do musicals because I'm not much of a singer and it's just usually not what I do. But um, there's no really, like, amateur drama society for musicals. We're usually, like, at least in the States, like, yeah. it's all about the musicals. And you're harder pressed to find one that just does plays.
0: Yeah. But,
1: I mean, I'm happy that no drama does plays. But, I, yeah, when, I, when are we going to do Greece? I, th- I, think,
0: I think, I don't know if it's just an Irish thing. Because I, we don't have a great history of musicals mm. within Ireland. Like, I think even once... Which is kind of the last Irish musical I can think of. Yeah. Uh, And I think Kino was another. Kino came from, like, a spoof uh, sketch, as far as I'm aware, originally, um, that made fun of, like, the footballer Roy Keane. Mm. And so it turned into this, like, Greek opera
1: about (laughs) Roy Keane. So Uh, that's a, that's a very Irish kind
0: of idea. Yeah. And then once was the movie... You know, originally they just made a, a play right. off the back of it, which is kind of seems like cheating. And in a way. once
1: is still a very like, yeah, it does kind of, but once is is still a very like naturalistic kind of musical. Like yeah. they're playing songs because they're actually playing songs. It's yeah. not like grease. It's know? not
0: like you know, oh sunrise, sunset, <laughs> yeah. sunrise. You know, something of that. Uh, but yeah, I kind of yeah, I always kind of missed out on that. But yeah, well, yeah. it's
1: funny that you mentioned that because I'm not sure. It's a lot of times there. There are plays that I did in college that were so good, there were so many parts I would have loved to do, so I fantasize about doing the part that I didn't do, you know? So, like, in The Last Days of Judas Iscariot, I played... uh, Judas's mother and I played Mother Teresa because in college they would only cast me as someone who was at least 65 I was the only <laughs> girl who like wasn't the size two so they were like she has to play an old lady and I always did and um but I would have loved to play kind of the female lead in that which is the lawyer Cunningham and yeah so I think about that but I also think about playing Adelaide in Guys and Dolls so I guess that would be my musical oh. version of that
0: I, I've, I saw the movie once but I, I don't know what the stage production would be like
1: very similar well yeah I've never seen the movie but I've seen it on stage okay. many times well the
0: movie's hilarious because Marlon Brando's in it singing and yeah. like that's just a very bizarre <laughs> thing like him his whole presence in that movie just seems wrong and is out of Marlon place is Marilyn Brando
1: Nathan Detroit or is he Sky Masterson
0: you couldn't tell him okay <laughs> he's the less the smaller part
1: must be must be nathan okay yeah which would be adelaide's love interest okay i would want to play adelaide
0: yeah Yeah. i don't remember a lot i watched it like on one hungover sunday morning on tv like sounds like a good
1: hungover sunday movie yeah
0: i kind of want to see like to be honest that's kind of my sunday thing i like watching movies from that kind of era
1: really i like
0: watching kind of like 60s like kind of movies like because you know they still had a very 50s aesthetic in movies at yeah. that point it was before they became kind of like look at those girls hips <laughs> wiggling in those bikinis but like you know when they were still kind of you know all those like hitchcock movies and yeah and, and like uh, Catherine hepburn movies and stuff like that like they're all kind of great i know some of them are 50s i guess too
1: that's but. cute that you're so into those i i, I really
0: enjoyed them because there's the pacing of it too you know it's yeah. like for sunday it's all there's sunday viewing for me that's yeah yeah
1: I remember once hungover Sunday morning, you were like, "Let's just find something with Bette Midler in it." Yeah, (laughs) that's what you were after.
0: Yeah, man, that's all about it. And I'm kind of annoyed that I haven't been able to get a hold of a copy of uh, Bye Bye Birdie.
1: That's I knew that there was a musical that we really wanted to watch together. Yes, Bye Bye Birdie. We need to. Can we not download that or something? I'll try. I think
0: I tried to do it before. I couldn't do it. I'll try again. But like, uh, yeah, because oh, I'd i heard of this movie a million times, but I didn't know anything about it. And then I saw the episode of Mad yeah. Men where they talk about it so much, yeah. and you, would, you would talk it up. So I'm like, now I really need to see it.
1: Oh, Anne-Margaret. Uh, that was kind of like her only kind of
0: movie, wasn't it? No,
1: I think she did a bunch of movies after that, but that's still definitely her most iconic role. But no, I think she was a big thing for a while after okay. that, but she is just so she's so good and she's so sexy I and mean, it's not just about being sexy. like it's a kind of sexiness that's like an art form what she does like i just oh, is, it the, so is, it, is it the
0: coy sexiness
1: yeah there's a lot to it and that was yeah. the thing that was the thing in the Mad Men episode you just couldn't recreate Anne margaret it's yeah. not Anne margaret yeah and she's an oh, ann margaret
0: type but right it's, but it's
1: not Anne margaret yeah
0: um, so uh, we've watched a bunch of things recently I'm going to try and go through uh, We're going to try and hit as many things as we can Before mm-hmm. the end of the episode Because uh, we got like 10 A little over 10 minutes left uh, We watched the final of RuPaul's Drag Race All-Stars Season 3 oh.
1: <laughs> first,
0: first of all This house is Team Shangela, and we'll always be Team Shangela. I mean,
1: and look, we were pretty, I mean, I was Team Ben from the beginning, but when Ben kicked herself out, you know, I got over it pretty quickly because I was like, well, we have Shangela, and great.
0: Yeah. But I was, I was always Team Shangela.
1: You were. You were Team Shangela. I, yeah, I, like I like Ben. I like Ben. Yeah.
0: I've been to Team Shangela since season two. Yeah.
1: <laughs>
0: um, and I, didn't,
1: I wasn't feeling that so much. When you came into All Stars being like, I'm Team Shangela, I was kind of like, ugh, I don't know about that shit. But as soon as the show started, I was like, no, she's learned, yeah. she's worked, and she's killing it hard. Yeah.
0: And that's the thing. And it's kind of like, because we were talking to your friend Anthony uh, yeah. when the season was about to start, and he was, he was questioning my love for Shangela. Yeah and he
1: was was Team Trixie. Yeah,
0: and a lot of people were.
1: we were like, what the fuck is wrong with you? But as a show went on, he completely stopped being Team Trixie, and he said he kept using what I said, he really liked what I said, so I'm going to say it again. I said, this is not her medium. Right. It's it's really not. Like, she has her own shit. She, I guess, makes country albums, and she, like, does her show with Katya. Yeah,
0: she's talented, but, like, you know, these sorts of show-off competitions are not necessarily, like, her alley, because she's in her lane, and she likes it, and she's she doesn't need to, like, yeah. you know, necessarily change herself to prove to you how talented right. she is.
1: Right, and and she didn't, I don't think she did anything close to, to killing it on the show. Like, no. she's been great in other areas. Honestly, I'm not the biggest fan of her. I'm, I'm just, in general... I'm I the, never, I
0: never got it. I, I'm I not the biggest it. fan
1: of her. Like, you know, I think we watched an episode of her show with Katya, and I was like, oh, okay, it's fun, but... Eh, yeah. And the country music, I just, not so much. But, um... Yeah, but I get that she's talented, but she wasn't great on the show.
0: No, no. I, yeah, yeah, I completely agree. Um, so, yes, we were devastated by that final. Um,
1: oh, it's so wrong. It was such a, so it was, wrong. But it was such a
0: weird season. Like, it shouldn't have been anybody other than Ben and Chandler no. in that final. And so you know, Ben took themselves out of the competition, and, and- Sh- Chandler was taken out of the competition.
1: right. And Thorgy was the only one that voted for Shangela.
0: Yeah. Which for. I wouldn't have expected because I would have, I would, like, th- I thought Thorgy was bitter. Yeah. But, you know, um, but also, I'm bad.
1: just like, what, where was Ben's head at in this? And Anthony is like, oh, Ben like thinks she's a social worker, like Bendel a social worker. She's just <laughs> given the chance to be. But you even said that too a little bit. We were, when we were discussing it, we were like, well, who do you give the chance to? And you were kind of getting where they were coming from, like someone who hasn't done well outside the show. And I'm like, it's not a charity like well because because
0: they got to vote two through yeah what I would do personally would be like the person who most deserves it and the person who I would like love to see given a shot yeah you know what I mean who I think like deserves it from like more of a social construct of like you know oh they've put in so many years of service they're good to the other queens they like promote a good attitude towards all this maybe they're not the most talented but like you know they should still be held up as a good example of a good queen you know uh, yeah. so but like you know if you have if you have two votes that's how i would i would vote one for most talented and one for most kind of, you know, good person.
1: Well, because I think we both would have, so if you had a, 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 a your, you know, your choice one, which gets, t- your, lip, your first lipstick gets two points, and your second yeah. lipstick gets one, I think we both would have done first lipstick, Shangela, because she's the one who really deserves it, yeah. second lipstick, Kennedy, for yeah. all the reasons that you're saying. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, B.B., or as we like to call her in this household, Bebe, because we just get confused.
0: Bebe Sahara Benet.
1: Bebe Sahara Benet. Um, she just no, and Trixie just no. So ugh, anyway, ugh,
0: All right. So that's that's our that's our four minutes on Drag yeah. Race.
1: Okay. Now, now to go to
0: something <laughs> equally as known by everybody and you know as as accessible to everybody as Drag Race is. Uh, wrestling. Um so uh big news I
1: didn't watch anything. Oh You, you did. did but okay.
0: uh but I think you can appreciate this because you're Yes, yeah,
1: I've yeah. been following this
0: So um, so big news in wrestling this week and something that really kind of meant a lot to me was uh Daniel Bryan, um, who is a wrestler who has been retired for two years. Because of an accumulation of injuries due to concussions. He had 13 injuries, uh, 13 concussions uh, since starting wrestling. Uh, he says he got his first concussion in like the first week of wrestling. Uh, but he says he...
1: Wait, how many years has he been wrestling?
0: For like 15, 16 years okay. or something like that. I think he's like two years older than me. I think he's like 36, 37. Yeah,
1: sounds about
0: um And uh, he was wrestling since he was 18. So, yeah, okay. Um, and uh, he had post concussion syndrome. He was getting fits. He was, you know, he had it really bad <sighs> at one point. Weird. And so, uh, when he had a neck injury, they looked at it and they said, like, yeah, you can't wrestle anymore. And they basically retired him uh, at, a re- at, a, at the peak of his career. And uh, we watched a show called Total Bellas, which was about his wife and her twin sister uh Bree and Nikki and that and one of the seasons of that took place right after or around the time that he had to retire mm. and uh you saw on that show he had a breakdown. He was heartbroken. His, and his father died the year before, which oh. didn't help. But uh yeah, he was he was lost. And oh, nice. like he even said in a radio interview recently like they didn't show the half of it on the show like he said like they were very kind to him Mm. in the edit because he had really like just broken down Mm. Um, and he was kept on as a personality on uh, WWE television he was uh, what they call a commissioner so someone who makes the matches but like really it's a fake position Mm -hmm. Uh, but they you know he was so over in, in wrestling terms he was so popular that like he was still sometimes the most popular person on the show even though yeah. he wasn't wrestling anymore <laughs> like it was kind of an issue uh, but um, he kind of kept saying like you know I'm going to see if like I can reverse this like so he went to see, see specialists and he kind of did lots of like uh, recovery kind of training and mm. he did like these like kind of different uh, procedures and uh, he went to like all the best specialists that deal with concussions specifically because it's a very new medical science. Mm. Like there really hasn't been that that much study put into it until the last mm. couple of years. Uh, so there's new things being learned all the time. And uh, he didn't give up and he uh, got cleared on Tuesday to wrestle again uh, by WWE. Uh, it was kind of that thing that he was he had made it clear he was going to go wrestle elsewhere yeah. if WWE didn't clear him he was just going to leave because his contract was up in September and he was just going to like I'm just going to wrestle elsewhere because I've been told by enough doctors that I'm fine that I feel safe in doing this Mm. and if you're not going to clear me then I know other places will right so uh, I think it was kind of a case of who blinks first Mm. Uh, and it looked like Vince McMahon at WWE blinked Mm. Uh, and uh, Wrestlemania is in three weeks And they were like, okay, yeah, fuck it, like, you can wrestle. And uh, I, I, All right,
1: so that was our four minutes on wrestling. <laughs> yeah. Okay, <laughs> fair. Well, I was just—I
0: was, just, was going to wrap up. I was going to wrap up, but I thought I wanted to give that story because I think it's an interesting story, and I think
1: it is. It's it worth—it's
0: worth for people to look up because I think it will be interesting. Uh, there's going to be a great documentary about it soon. I'm sure yeah. it's back in the ring.
1: But so, what was it like when he came back and he like made his little speech and everything? So he
0: made he made a speech. Now I think I showed you his retirement speech before, didn't I? Yes. Which was. Very emotional. Yeah. Everybody I know who watched it cried their eyes yeah. out. Um, and he tried to kind of, like, uh, mimic some of the points in that. Because he talked about in his retirement speech how, like, grateful he is for all the things that he's had. Mm. And so he tried to say, like, you know, in the last year, like, I tried to remain grateful. But, like, uh, and he, he mentioned his wife, Bree, like, a lot. And said, like, she told me never to give up. And, like, he'll never he'll never forget that like that she really did like kind of encourage him not to to keep fighting
1: yeah and
0: when like he thought like just they're never gonna let me do it they're never gonna let me do it she says like you know you if you stopped when people told you that you can't do it you wouldn't be Daniel Bryan Mm. and like he you know got very emotional upset like er, like in, in tears every time he mentioned her and stuff like that and I'll show you his comeback speech uh, later after this podcast because I think you'll probably uh, Niagara Falls Frankie Jr
1: <laughs> Frankie Angel
0: uh, but yeah so but so I'd that and that was very nice and I was very happy for him but like I didn't cry in any way I was expecting to
1: cry oh yeah because you told me you were gonna cry yeah
0: I was I was expecting to cry but I was just I was just happy for him and it was just yeah. a happy experience but then um, at the end of the episode, two wrestlers who have been around and wrestled with them for 15, 16 years, they're bad guys right now. Who? Uh, Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. You know oh, Sami Zayn? Oh, I know Kevin uh, Owens yeah, too. Yeah. yeah. So they're, they're, they're really cool guys. And so they've been bad guys for a while. And they beat up the owner's son last week. They beat up Shane McMahon. Oh. And so Daniel had to say, like, you know, like, sorry guys, but I'm going to have, you're, you're fired and so they were like okay and then they started beating up Daniel Bryan Ooh. so first of all it was like wow because he you know it's been over two years since he's been allowed to even be hit by anybody Shit. so to see them like give him a hit and knock him down first of all the crowd went fucking <laughs> apeshit like it's, it's it's amazing just how like he's still maintaining that popularity yeah. even when he hasn't been wrestling But Edward Crow went apeshit when he got hit, and then when he got up and started, like, kicking them and, like, you know, like, suplexing them and stuff like that, that's actually when it hit me.
1: Like, that's when
0: I really got, like, that's when I started to cry, because I was just, because you just know how much, like, he would have missed that. And I needed that. I really needed to see somebody get what they wanted. And you know that they've been dying for for a while so I really I needed that a lot that was a big release for me to see him to be able to do that yeah so yes that is my six minutes
1: <laughs> on wrestling
0: um <laughs> what else what else have we taken in in the last like week or so well no. the
1: new season of Drag Race
0: the new season of Drag Race started but it's very early days so I might say that's a little bit further in because like All it right. was one episode
1: alright
0: I seem to I like most of the queens so far they seem very interesting Ugh,
1: Aquarian
0: Aquari- Aquaria is like the only one so far that I'm like whatever but
1: I like having someone to hate like yeah, I need, need to that. put my hateful energy somewhere yeah. so it's, I, like to, I like to have somewhere to put it yeah you
0: need that so, uh, so yeah so I'm excited for this season it seems like like it's going to be a good one
1: yeah uh, I think it seems really good yeah I, I'm, I'm I, excited there's a lot
0: of big personalities it seems and stuff like that Yeah, so that's, it's going to be fun um, what else I finally got you to watch a season of BoJack Horseman yeah uh, a show very near and dear to my yeah. heart, which I, I'm a huge fan of. Uh, and you were kind of like, oh, it's a cartoon for grown-ups. Yeah, yeah, I,
1: mean, I, I had an attitude about it. But, I mean, before watching it. No, I I really, really liked it. It's yeah. really good. And
0: was it like, even though we had, we had typed it up and talked to you about it a lot, was it even kind of how we explained it? Did, was it different than what we were trying to tell you it was?
1: And the only thing that was... Okay, because here's the thing, even when, because it was you and my brother who were hyping this up to me, and I feel like there have been other things that you and or, you and or my brother have hyped up. And I'm just still kind of like, I need to I need to see if I like it. Right. And so I don't don't always trust, because no one knows another person's taste perfectly. So I wasn't sure that I would like it, but I did like it. And the only thing that I didn't think was true of what you guys both said was that, oh, you know, you kind of have to slog through the first half of the first season and it's not that good. I thought it was really good. And even saying that it didn't, that you, you kind of said the model was the first half of the season kind of, it's a lot of setup and it's like a little bit more lighthearted and yeah. then it hits you real hard. The second half, but I think I was hit pretty hard emotionally, like maybe the fourth or fifth episode already.
0: Yeah, and I guess you know maybe that's our memory of it being a bit off, but maybe we're also getting hit by maybe different things happening. Yeah. In too, you know, because that like I think. You know what was it that you remember that kind of hit you? Kind I'm of... trying
1: to remember now. I can't remember what the first thing was, but like whenever. Was it
0: the deal with Diane and peanut butter? Was it?
1: I don't think so. Okay. When, whenever. Like whenever they show him as a little boy, that kinda always gets me right. a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Um,
0: what was it like that's too much, man? Like was it like the, the
1: Her yeah, her e- thing too. Yeah. yeah. I don't remember how early in the season that was. That though. was kinda about halfway in, yeah. Yeah. Her thing and 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 I and I yeah yeah there was a lot of it that just felt really accurate and really right and really good
0: yeah and there's a a few episodes coming up that i think will really kind of like you'd be like oh fuck yeah because there's so Mm. so much of it talks about the shitty treatment of women in hollywood and stuff like that Mm. you know that kind of stuff so uh yeah it's it's i love i love the show so yeah if you haven't uh dear listener watched bojack horseman yet please please do it's it's amazing amazing show um And, yeah, I think that's kind of, like, all our jazz for this week.
1: Yeah. It's a good amount of jazz. It's a
0: good amount of jazz. Um, So we'll be back next week. Uh, I am doing a thing on Twitter uh, where... um, Excuse me, I'm burping because I'm drinking uh, some Diet Coke. (laughs) Uh, Where I'm going to write a story uh, next month on Twitter. uh, And every uh, episode not every episode, every, every, <laughs> lost now, absolutely lost. Uh, every, every day, uh, I'm going to write a new page. Uh, it's going to be a new comic book script page that I'm going to write every day. So by the end of the month, I'll have a 30 page script. And what I've been doing this past week is asking people on Twitter via the polls, Uh, what type of story it's going to be I
1: love this idea
0: so so far uh, we've decided two things we decided the genre was going to be fantasy
1: Mm -hmm.
0: and the lead character was going to be a monster
1: I love this And
0: yeah, and I was surprised that the monster was such an overwhelming. I actually am
1: not surprised. As soon as you gave me the options, I was like, "Of course, people are going to choose the monster." Um, Yeah, I I think that's great. Yeah, I
0: should have seen it coming, but I I guess I'm not as smart uh, as people give me credit for. (laughs) Uh, But yeah, so uh, so I'm going to ask a few more questions. I think the next question I'm going to ask probably tonight, so probably before uh, this podcast goes up. Um, I'm going to see what kind of setting it's in so if it's like a snowy setting Mm. or like a kind of like you know a city setting or Mm. like a woodland setting so that might be my next question Mm. because when they gave me Monster Fantasy I kind of got a couple of story ideas in my head already so I don't want to fuck over those stories too much,
1: Okay. but I
0: do want to let these influence which one, which story I'm going to go cool, for. Cool. So uh, yeah, uh, in the meantime, I, I'm gonna get. I'm gonna maybe like uh, not pause, but I'm going to uh, buff for, for time for a second because I'm gonna bring up a li- my list of patrons on Patreon, and we're Aww. going to thank them individually
1: because they're all wonderful
0: people um, and they all make this podcast exist if it wasn't for Patreon uh, you can go to patreon.com forward slash Aaron Fever Uh, if it wasn't for Patreon I wouldn't be able to afford the hosting for this podcast Uh, and I wouldn't be doing the silly videos like I do like Clash Fever and stuff like that Um, so the people there are absolutely wonderful so what we're going to do is we're going to thank them by first name we're not going to thank them by second name because maybe some people don't want their second name you know Mm -hmm. put out there Mm -hmm. Uh, but first of all I want to thank Heather very much Heather is wonderful
1: Heather Uh, do you want to take
0: the next one? yes okay
1: and I would like to thank Scott yeah
0: I would like to thank Will Uh, he's a good friend
1: and I would like to thank Sarah or Sarah depending on how you pronounce it she's Australian I, I would say Sarah.
0: Do you want to try an Australian accent?
1: Oh, I'll try. I'll probably Do offend I? her. Um.
0: <laughs> I've spoken to her before, so I know.
1: I don't know. Sarah. 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 Sarah? Sarah? Okay. I feel like
0: they go up. They go up. They always go up.
1: Sarah. Sarah? Sarah?
0: I'm sorry Sarah <laughs> but so thank
1: sorry,
0: you Sarah. Uh, I'd like to thank Larry
1: um, I would like to thank Bafo which Bofo, has a great name yeah we can
0: say them by full name because they're Bafo Yucks dudes oh so they're like Yucks a, dudes. they're like a band
1: wow I know, very cool. really cool uh, I'd like
0: to thank Shannon who I've actually spoken to before uh, on this podcast uh, Shannon's very cool
1: I would like to thank Epilonius
0: right uh, I'd like to thank Amanda or noodles. Thanks noodles. Oh thanks noodles. She's I hate love me for noodles. That. She's hate me for the that.
1: noodles are great. I would like to thank Patrick. Uh
0: I'd like to thank Jeremy.
1: I would like to thank Abby.
0: I'd like to thank Declan.
1: And I would like to thank Widge.
0: Yeah, good old Widge. Uh, he's a good pal. I hope like, you get to meet Widge actually this year. It would be heard nice if you get to Widge. do it. Yeah, yeah. it would be, be great if you get to do it. So, uh, yeah, um, thank you all you guys. You're wow. wonderful. You
1: guys are the best. Yeah. You're the fucking best. You're the fucking best. You're the best. fucking best. You're the best I ever had.
0: <laughs> what? I don't know that song.
1: It's Drake. Maybe that's like Drake's first hint.
0: Oh, I don't Sweat know.
1: Sweatpants, hair tie. Yeah, chilling with no makeup on that's when you're the prettiest I hope that you don't take it wrong
0: then no Drake's first hit to me is like start from the bottom now we're here
1: no oh god no start from
0: no. the bottom, no. bottom now the whole team's here no, no, start no, from no. The, it's the most like it's like someone's like kind of on heroin <laughs> <laughs> and they and they they're just muttering something to themselves as people walk by in the street it's like start from oh, the bottom, no, the bottom no, now we're here yeah. <laughs> start from the bottom now the whole team's here start from <laughs> the bottom now we're here it's like alright right, I've no change mate leave me alone uh, alright guys so yeah uh, we'll be back next week um, yeah uh, fingers crossed uh, I have some g- things coming up um, if you want to uh, find me and buy some comics from me if you're in Ireland I'll be in Cork on April 14th at the Cork Comic Expo uh, with lots of other cool people there Will Sliney Nick Roach PJ Holden uh, Trina Farrell uh, loads of really cool people. Aaron Losty, who actually want to get on this sometime. I really want to get oh, Aaron on cool. this sometime. Uh, Becca Carey as well. She'd be another good to go yeah. and talk to. I need to actually start getting more uh, Aaron Fever talks to lined up. I have one lined up for this week. But I
1: want to um, talk to people too. Well, they're
0: Aaron Fever talks <laughs> to. They're not Aaron Darcy talk to. Aww. So get your own podcast. All right. <laughs> All right, guys. Thanks very much. I'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.